Often wrong, never in doubt. Episode three, Pratt Reed is back in the house after his journey across the pond for the Ryder Cup. We're going to talk about what's going on with the kids. They're sick. Spoiler alert. A little bit of golf. A little bit of wine. You know the drill. Keep listening. Thanks for tuning in. Here we are. Once again. Episode. Episode three. Episode trace. Often wrong, never in doubt. First, I'm going to apologize. I'm a little under the weather. So I might sound. Yeah, what happened? The whole travel bug, I think, which we'll talk about in a little bit about. I think every time you travel, at least across the big pond, you come back feeling a little what feels like sickness, but is probably just jet laggy and whatever, right? Decisions. Probably a lot of decisions. A lot of decisions. Yeah. A lot of olive oil. Yes. All right. We're going to get into it. (laughs) All right. So before we get into this episode, episode three, I want to address some rumors. Okay. That are out there. Steve, let's talk about them. Just want to let you know. A few of our fans have heard some rumors. Okay. One of them is that, and it's very prominent. I mean, very prominent. Two or three people are really talking about this online. You cheated on me while I was out of town and brought in a co-host for a 2.5 that we're not going to release. <laughs> we're not, we're not going to release it. <laughs> we're not going to release this. But is this yes, true? Yes or no? This is true. This okay. is true. Okay. Tell me about um, it. Our man, Michael Thomas, MT. came, came MT. over. Gone fry guy. And we did sit in this exact spot next to <laughs> the photo with the, the best signage in maybe all podcast history. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did a episode 2.5. We apologized a bunch to you and your wife for stealing your wine and high noons. Mm-hmm. You have to listen to the rest of the episode to find out what else we got into. That will be burned. <laughs> but there's Look, tra- we got to give the people what they want. What I've said is I've, I, I want to let this be known since it's recorded. I've forgiven you. Oh, that is good. But don't ever let it happen again. <laughs> don't go away. Don't leave me by myself. I am. You know, I get lonely. Well, I'm an extrovert. That was that was kind of the big scandal of the podcast. But the big exciting news, and I think you obviously remember this, is we talked about a a segment. I don't know what we're going to call it, but possibly letters to the editor. You know? Yes, that's right. <laughs> um, so I'm going to loosely say that one of our fans slash family members texted us, which we're going to call it <laughs> letters to the editor, um, a possible um, vocabulary correction. Uh-oh. Do you remember Richie Rich? Yes. So we got a text that said that you might have possibly used umami. That's in, tr- is Right? That's true. We okay. did get a text. Thank you, Rich. Correcting me. Thank you, A, for listening. One of three listeners. Yes. Maybe. I'm joking. There's a couple more. Maybe five. But we did get a letter to the editor. So he said we incorrect you. He did say me. Yeah. Now, I quickly, quickly defended you and said, hey, that's why we're called often wrong, never in doubt. I mean, that was probably a better response because what did I do? You got the definition. I I went and got the definition and responded back to them and dug my heels in, which is exactly why this podcast exists. Yeah. Because, you know, there's a lot of... Probably the most humble conversations we have are right here. There's a lot of conversations that people start to push, and we just push way, way back. So, But Rich Reed, you are right. Umami does have some different definitions. I sent you 
Yeah, we got the, my we response. Got the, well, to <laughs> that so just so you know, adoring fans, that if you do text us or email or anything, I don't know. Most of you would know how to get in touch with us. We will respond, and we talk about it. Yes, I mean, uh, kind of on some disappointing news before we go to some fun stuff. Okay, okay. We still don't have Chris, uh, high school ba- marching band or jazz band intro. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, you've been away. Yes. So we didn't have a lot of time to work on this. Dr. Barry, Dr. Barry did say he would listen to the podcast. I don't know if he has yet. Okay. Um, and I know he's not a doctor. Did you send him um, the episode two? Oh, that's yeah. That's when we talked about yeah, it. Yeah. That's kind of disappointing. So there's no music. Yeah. Um, but big news, we are on Amazon Music now. We are? We are now on Spotify, Amazon. Still waiting for Apple to do their nonsense. Takes too oh, they're to too busy Apple releasing phone. the really, really cool upgraded phone, i15. I mean, because it's, it's so cool. Yeah, There's people so camped many, out again so for fe- it. So many good features. Well, we're not going to knock that. One <laughs> one more disappointing news is I still hadn't heard back from any of the possible endorsement people we talked about. Um, no, but I did hear that Viore is a... I'm wearing them right now, bro. They're uh, a sponsor on... What's the podcast that... You and Michael have been telling me about that's funny it's with the comedians. Oh, 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 um, um, yeah, it's not it. Smartless, smartless. Oh, that's such a good, yes. So they're apparently a sponsor on that one. So all you have to do is call your friends over at Smartless and we can. So they're on another one, another podcast that I listen to, um, some rando guys out of Kentucky and North Carolina called Chasing Scratch. And they're just average Joes like you trying to become good players. Oh, it's, it's, I should listen to that. It's pretty good. I mean, it's five years old. Do they give good so. tips or are they It's bad pretty tips? funny. But anyways, so those are the negatives. The negatives. No intro, no endorsement. But we're open. I mean, look, there's insurance. I mean, look, I mean, there's, we we're, know people. Who knows? We're doing business. Anyways. All right. So here we are. We're going to keep, try to keep this, like we said, to 45 minutes or so. So I, I've been given the task of keeping you in. Don't. Keeping me focused? Yeah. So I feel like that everybody in the world has been tasked with that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to, um, let's talk real fast. Um, I did just, the reason I'm sick is I did just travel to a foreign country. To a foreign land. Yes. Um, but I was in Italy. We're not going to hash it out too much. But I was very, very grateful that I did get to witness a Ryder Cup over in Rome. Now we, S-U-C-K-S as American players, but it was really super cool, the culture. I mean, it just is one of my bucket list items. So that's what's interesting is like doing it here. Have you done it here? No, no. So now we have to do it well, here. Well, I'm not so sure you what you're talking about right now, but we'll leave it at that. The Ryder Cup. The Ryder have you Cup. seen it here? <laughs> have you attended? Yeah. <laughs> I've not attended a Ryder Cup in the U.S. So now we have to do that. For sure. Just so we can compare and contrast. I don't... So next Ryder Cup is at Beth Page Black, which is kind of a hostile environment in the New York It's in New area. York, right? I'm not yeah. going to New York. And I'm I'm pretty... I'm from Jersey. I'm done with New York. Yeah. I'm out. I went there for a speaking engagement last year and literally it was borderline third Dude, world nation. Do you know what's so funny? Like I just had the greatest New Jersey joke ever at my barbershop today. We're, I, wait, we're getting off topic. Now we have to do it though. So I was getting my haircut today. We're going to have to talk about haircuts too. So not a joke. Just the, anyways, the guy, Bon Jovi comes on. 
Okay. Right? Yeah. And we're in a multicultural barbershop. Of course. Okay. The only kinds to go to. Yes. And because I needed a high and tight. Like I needed a, you know, Philadelphia fade. You know, Mama call him Clay. I'm a call him yeah, Clay. Yeah. So that's what I got. Yeah. You can see. Look how tight that is. It is tight. I got a little, got a little sun. So, mm-hmm. And it came on today and the guy next to him, the other barber was like, hey, Eric, if you can tell me who sings this song, I'll give you $10. The guy's like, well, all I know is a white guy. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Well, but I gave him a clue. He sounds mighty white. I gave him a clue. I said, hey, it's really the second best, you know, export that New Jersey's ever had. And he still looked at me. Mm-hmm. And then the other guy laughed at me. And I said, no, let me tell you something. Spring team. Springsteen, the boss. It's number one. So the guy still didn't get it. That Argu- it arguably, it's blueberries. No, 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 no. The no, best no. export ever. No, no, no. Anyways, we're getting off topic. Um... <laughs> So New Jersey highest number of we're not gonna go we're not gonna go to the Ryder Cup in New York. No. I think it's a hostile. So environment. now we have to go to what, twenty twenty nine? I'm not good with math, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, twenty twenty five. But we did it we did an Italy trip and it was a bucket list bucket list item for me. I had one um before forty to go to all the majors and I did, and actually there's one of the PGA balls right there. Uh, and then I was like, I want to go to uh, Ryder Cup in Ford Soro. And Rome was awesome. Kim and I have been fortunate to go to Italy a couple of times. The people were amazing. The crowds, like, you know, just the cheers and stuff. But they also were supportive. Um, and we were in a cool group, which shout out. Um, no one's, I'm sure, <laughs> Jason Bryan, who owns Avalon Journeys. He's the one that put this on. And I was with Ron Blue Financial Guys. But they were really cool. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But it was great. So that's where I'm bringing... Bringing the crud back from. So. Yeah. Did you, you just got into golf. Let's talk about this. Do you even like really know or know what the Ryder Cup is or have you followed it or? This year I did. Okay. I mean, you're there. What was your thoughts? You watched it on TV. I watched it from the sidelines. I mean, look, there's a lot of commentary. I don't know how much of it is true or not. So that's why I like to watch golf with you because sometimes the announcers have their own slant and view on things. But I did watch day one, and it was rough. Oh, we right. Were there. I mean, so match play one. I have to look up what match play is. So understanding that each hole is kind of its own unique tournament, essentially, like where you can just win points and go through the whole. So well, it's like when you win play. It's like play. so we we played today nine holes. Yep. Right. And technically, you know, we had kind of a side bet, but it's instead of the total score after nine holes, it's who wins each hole. Right. That's the difference in stroke play is at the end of the day, I shot 70, you shot 72, I win versus, okay, you can make a double on a hole, Steven, and I make a five. And I'm not which a par. And then the hole's over and you start over. So it's like I'm one up on that. So match play is hole-based, stroke play is the total score, which yep. is, yeah. So I had to look that up. And then I watched all three days for at least a little while. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was was it three days, four days? It is three days. Yeah. yeah. So it was fun to watch. I like the uh, the chest puffing of you know oh, yeah. this There's, country that versus yeah. you know so U.S. versus Europe was cool. There was some snippiness. Saw some video of Rory getting in people's faces. And yeah, the, yeah. The caddy got into some. Yeah. So you know, I, and I don't know how much of that is all in good fun versus like serious, but it was uh, it's entertaining, and the crowd there looked. Well, like they were having a my blast. take. My take is, and I'm not going to bash anybody in the United States. You're Europeans. Well, I was fortunate enough to sit next to some Germans on Sunday in a little bar and watch it. 
and they didn't understand why we don't take it ser- more serious. And they said, hey, the Ryder Cup is their European Union where all the countries come together. And I don't even know if you know this. Someone posted this like a club pro guy, uh, CPG. He said, no wonder we lost. There's 50 countries in Europe versus America. <laughs> but th- it is interesting. They all come together for one thing to just whoop our hineys. And it's like their Super Bowl. It's yeah. a big deal. Well, I think they're still upset that we're back-to-back World War champs. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I just... Anyways. But it was a great trip. Enough, enough about that. But that's why I've got a little crud going on. And I owe you a big thank you for helping with Sadie while we were gone. Ah, yeah. You guys were It was up. great awesome about that we missed sadie's play which we did not know she was going to be in yep we did know we were going to miss her birthday but i just didn't put two and two together um unfortunately but she'll survive well it was a good testament to the saying it takes a village you know right but we're so thankful for our community yeah you had a bunch of people step in and help out and stuff our church community our school community i mean it takes you know and she had a great Great time, but well, uh, you guys are going to be away this weekend, so that's perfect because Cadence is having her tenth birthday party. She turned ten on the twenty ninth. Our girls are two days apart, and she's doing a sleepover. She wants to do a sleepover for her birthday, so she was really upset because I told her that Sadie's going to be away, and so it worked out really well because we got to do a just the perfect. two of them sleepover while you were away, and they got to. Do all the stuff. We got them pizzas and ice cream, popcorn, watching movies, and they stayed up too late and all that good stuff. So they had fun. Well, while we're on the golf thing, as we're talking about the Ryder Cup, and I, like I said, I appreciate it. Uh, we did play today. We did. And this <laughs> this podcast is a little bit about golf. I drove up to the first tee yeah. at tee time. Yeah, so we're gonna. I don't want to address that right now. That might be a friendship thing to talk about. I don't know if I, I need to. to I don't know I if I need to. to lie. I don't know if I need to start lying to you about our tea time. Well, last time you did lie to me, but you told me it was later, so I got no practice time last time. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I feel like you're just trying to take advantage of no my time I, on there the There are course. certain people that maybe I overvalue golf, but anyways. we'll work on that. But I, I, I so I got a little snippet that you, I don't know if you know this. So this is kind of a reveal. Okay, Okay, here we go. I do know that you know, because you talk about it, that you and MT are playing in a member guest. We are. That's a whole other thing. But but Well, you're a member there too, so we can't play the member guest. Yeah, but MT... I think I asked you and you said no anyway. Yeah. To be fair. Well, I will say this, just because you're new to golf. There is a 10-stroke rule on handicap. You may not have a partner that has more... Than ten strokes difference in handicap. You said that, but I called the golf shop and they said that's not true. That's my personal. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Oh, joke. <laughs> Actually, it's at Berkeley. It used to be at Belfort, but it doesn't matter. But here's the here's the reveal. So yesterday, I found out that you have made a commitment to 45 minutes a day of practice. That's true. Leading up to this so every day. Tell me, tell me how what what's going on with that? Well, so. Every time we talk about what I should work on, mm-hmm. it comes well, out to be pretty much the same thing. It's if you can chip and putt, you will shave strokes off your game. Yeah. Right? So um, a 17, 8, 18, 1, like in the last couple of days. Handicap he's talking handicap. about. Handicap. And if I could stop three putting, I mean, we've talked about this on the last one. If I could stop three putting, if I can not have these blow up holes, could legitimately shave 
nine to 10 strokes off around yeah. easily. Yeah. So every day this week, it's only Wednesday, but in the past week, every day I've gone up and I have done, there's a putting course yeah. at the learning center. So I've done uh, two balls. It's a nine hole putting course. Well, but instead of the tech, here's what I'm a little concerned about. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Am I making bad habits worse? Well, that's the thing. And ingraining is, it. So, look, I've taken everything that you've told me and I try to apply it. And I know nothing. But <laughs> what I'm going to say is if you were to go practice the wrong thing for 45 minutes, <laughs> like, are you getting, I don't know. I'm asking, like, what are you, what It are you, seems to be getting better. Okay. I don't, right. I don't doing, know. Are you doing kind of like touch and feel stuff or in like drills like that or? Yeah, so I, okay. I'll watch like, you know, so the chipping, let's say. Like, you know, it's, I don't have hula hoops and stuff, but I try to chip and then get inside. Okay. Like and then get certain, inside. Yeah, and then just trying good. to get a little bit closer to the hole yeah. each time. Yeah. So. But you're, you're using, you're using a technique and advice you're getting from a human being. And the reason I'm saying this is there, no. might, there might be a few people. No, I'm not. Oh <laughs> is that what you're gosh, asking? I'm concerned. <laughs> When I get back from Clemson, I'm looking next week. We're gonna. When have to... you tell me stuff, that's what I try to apply. All right. I mean, well, what I don't, <laughs> and I'm just gonna say this right now is what I don't want you to do is you don't need to go online. You need to like there are two or three I think kids listening to this in college that might want to get better at golf. Don't watch online. Like you need to. You can get sucked into YouTube vortex yeah. of how to fix your slice. Everybody's everybody's swing in their body. Everybody's different. Anyways, what you so, told me in the last five minutes before we started this podcast, it makes so much more sense. So I don't watch these guys and go, okay. What I watch on YouTube is what is a drill I can go do. Uh -huh. So even putting, right? Like, okay, oh, yeah, so yeah. Go, go try to get ten feet past the hole. Yeah, five feet past the hole. Three feet past the hole. I've never heard hole. of that. I love that you're making that up. But I think <laughs> I, I think I get what you're saying. Like there are drills. Distance control. Like yeah. putting between the tees, distance control. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Well, my concern, because I do love you, is I don't want you practicing the wrong things. Like if Well, there's no doubt that I am. There's possible. <laughs> there's no doubt that I am. Possible. <laughs> it's possible. I just feel like athletically, I should be able to figure out what went wrong and what's going right and try to replicate it. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, re I remember when I was bad at basketball, I'd go out and I'd shoot a thousand free throws and hopefully get better at it in my driveway. Well, so that's kind of what I'm trying to do at the learning center. All right. Is, all right. That's cool. Well, I'm just saying, well, well, I just don't want you to practice the wrong things. Well, just tell me the right things to do. But today, so it's interesting how this might evolve because we've been talking about Viore and other things. And we're talking about golf. Um, and I feel like fashion is starting to bleed into this a little bit because <laughs> I did title New Jersey Swimwear last episode. But I got to give you credit. <laughs> He has got his khaki shorts on, guys, and he has a a Kansas City Royals blue shirt. Now he's worn black every time I've played golf. So much so, true story. I was in the gigantic Ryder Cup merchandise tent, and I had to search for a black hat that I knew you would wear. There's no black hats there. There's two team colors. Oh, I got one. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks, exactly. You, by the way. I might have had to get that hand knitted. Anyways, um, but I'm, I just want to give you a compliment. I was proud of you. You got the blue G4s on, like, you know, I'm going to, I'm just saying. It's really so I could give you less ammunition. That's the whole reason. All right. 
What you have any other golf stuff you want to talk about before we move on to? Um, no, I mean, I, I you know, we can talk about how I got to the tee at the last second and won Jaguar today. Yeah. Jaguar. If you guys don't know that, that's a term. <laughs> I didn't make it up, but I use it. So if you think about a Jaguar on the Serengeti, it just lays around underneath the whatever kind of tree it is getting shade. And then it sees a gazelle come by. It doesn't stretch. <laughs> it sees it and it takes off and just goes for it. So jaguaring is when you don't stretch, you don't warm up. You just, you're an athlete. So that's it. So we went out, hit some good shots, hit some bad shots. Um, you know, it was a nice day of golf. It's yeah. the weather has broken to where it's not disgusting out. It's like very comfortable and to we, go play. We played with a couple of buddies. So on, well, we're going to stick with golf for a second. So more on the club side. We have a friend that we played with today, MT. Yes. And he, we have to question his sanity. At this point, he I is, am concerned. He is, he is trying to get on the board of a POA. That's a property owner's association. And what that and, means is if you think a homeowner's association is bad. Yeah. Property owner's association has more amenities to deal with typically. True. So there's just like more things to argue. And the 11 people that are listening to this know that I've been in community development and know the horror stories. I mean, I've told... Because you have to sit on that board, right? As you're developing. So like you've been on them, you've seen the nonsense. Then eventually the big relief moment... You turn it over. Is when you get to turn it over. But I have a friend who... And we have a friend who wants to get on the board. It's scary. On purpose. I know. Well, I don't want to go into it, but it's... <laughs> oh, we're going into it. <laughs> there are, I mean, I've advised people to not do it because maybe everyone has some kind of agenda. And then if you don't listen to them, then they kind of like, I don't know what the word is. You know, I, mean, I don't want to say shun, shun you or anything like that. But, you know, you become... Uh, let me back up. I remember that I got asked to be the president of a fraternity in college. Yep. And... um it was an amazing experience. and You were the president. I ended up being the president, okay. but I interviewed a couple of presidents before me, and I asked them, hey, would you do it if, again if you look back? And yeah. all of them said yes, but it wasn't what they expected. But one or two of them, which I are still buddies to, my, to me today, which I super respect, said something really important. They said, you're going to lose friends over this. And I thought it was interesting. I was a very small fraternity. Yeah. Um, 28 brothers and... One big at Clemson. We're all buddies, but the minute you kind of are the person in charge, the you know the person who has to lay down the law has the gavel, which literally it is weird, you know. And I think that's what I don't like about the homeowners association is, you know, there's how many you got seven hundred and eighty members at where you live. Yeah, no opinion. And twelve men and women. Sit on a board, and then if you don't like that they're deciding to call the herd or plant flowers or not plant flowers, it's like you're not invited to a Christmas party. Like, it's such a... Yeah, so for me, over the years, I've not coined this term, but it's certainly something that I say a lot. And it's like, whenever I see nonsense going on, I used to get really riled up about this. So this is probably just some growth in me over years where I just look and kind of shake my head and just say, just people being people. Mm. Yeah. Because if the expectation is that people will be anything else other than people, right. it's going to lead you to frustration. So when I see people acting crazy or saying weird things, or I mean, we all know yeah. that people are weird, right? 
So you put them all into a gated community. Well, in their largest, have them try to jointly make decisions. In their largest personal value investment. Now everyone has investment in some else, but your home, your primary home, yeah, is an emotional investment. Sense of pride that yeah. comes along with yeah. it. The community needs to be yeah. run X Y. Those mums need to be perfect. <laughs> yeah, six different elephant ears over here would be a good idea, yeah. and not. Oh. Um, so that's interesting because so our buddy who's thinking about doing this is our age, right? And like so we're all in our forties, and most of the communities that him and I live in are not right. We we tend to skew the demographic a little bit younger, which makes it even more fun because you have a bunch of retired folks who are all mostly successful type A personality types. So they have opinions. I'm going to tell you fun is a relative term, just so you know. What is? <laughs> you just said it makes it fun. It's a relative term. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's just used in the Well, the, biggest, the biggest thing is, and I don't want to hang on this, but the biggest thing is there's so many people involved, so many opinions in you being you and Michael being Michael and me being me is at the end of the day, we've got to protect our family. Right. And it is fun, like you said, but at the same time, people take this super serious, especially... There's so many amazing people that have done amazing things in the world and in corporate America. And now they've retired here from Chicago, New York, whatever. All and, over. And we're yeah. this little town and this is their little way to put their thumbprint on it. And so it's a passion project. It's Yeah. Know. Now, so, granted, I, I will give him the benefit of the doubt because he's been in that business for a long time. Right? Mm -hmm. He's been around clubs for a long time and he actually can add a ton of value, I think. And I think that's why he's saying, hey, I think I should go Are you pandering? He's not going to listen to this. He doesn't, he doesn't listen to this. No. I don't care. No. I'm just saying he has the experience to where it might add some value. I think um, well, then we're maybe gonna... unbeknownst to him or maybe he knows. It's going to create stress. Yeah, There's no doubt in my mind that at least one thing will be annoying. Well, we'll move on from the POA. So um, let's talk about family life. Yes. Dad life. Tell me what's going on. We had a discussion today. I don't want to approach it if you don't want to, but I think it's interesting because I think you might be able to, sh we could talk about if you want. Yes. I don't know what it is, but go ahead. Do you like We're sleep? transparent. Do you like sleep? I do. <laughs> I do like sleep. So what so, day? Is this, how many days in a row is this no sleep? Oh, this um, is 14 days of interrupted sleep. Mm. Um, mm. Which can I get an amen? Oh my lord! <laughs> I don't know how I'm functioning, frankly. It's so I have three kids right now that are sick. No, no, two out of the three are sick. They're yeah. not not the worst kind of sick, thank God. They're just feverish with a cough, and we decided to keep them home. And you have a dog, a and we have a puppy. Uh, I've done the math too as to what it costs me to keep my kids home every day. Yeah, I don't want not to know fun. That. But um, so, but my three year old is he's a night ninja. He just gets out of his bed. He sneaks into my room at anywhere between two and five. It's varied. It's a quite varied <laughs> entry point to the point now where I don't even close my door because I know he's going to sneak in and I don't want him to wake us up. But I have this puppy and this puppy's in a metal crate. So when the puppy sees Noah come in, yeah, excited. So yeah. all I hear is this... Yeah. Very excited tail against the metal grate, and that wakes me up. And now I have a decision to make. Do I 
let him lay on the floor, which is where he likes to sleep next well, to my who's, bed. Who's he? Got to clarify. Noah. Noah. Okay. The boy. Okay. The son. Do I just let him lay on this pillow and go to sleep? Or, or move the dog do out. I make the decision to carry him back to his bed? What about moving the dog out to the... The dog area? can get moved too, but he he will still come in. Mm. So you're saying maybe that won't... That's an interesting point. I don't know. Maybe, right now, maybe, I'm just trying to figure out, out is it best for him to sleep on the floor yeah. or in his... So coming from a much smaller house in New Jersey, it wasn't a big deal. You could pick the kid up. You can close one eye. You can yeah. go to the next room over. Now that you have in. a castle, it takes 17 minutes to well, go. Now my bedroom is on a different floor. You got to go across the <laughs> moat. Drawbridge. Yeah. Dragons. <laughs> Password. Yeah. You got to literally there's. New England clam chowder. They have. What is that? The, the tar, the, the black tar with the flaming. Yeah. You got stuff you got. So now I just have to walk upstairs. And my point is, is that by taking that many steps, by the time I put him in bed, I'm awake. So there has been multiple times in the past two weeks that 3.30 has come. Mm. And I will lay back down. And by 3.45, I'm just What if you set up, upset. So, I'm not going back to sleep. So I just get up. I mean, aside from which we can't say in our podcast, you know, whipping the child. But what if you set up like a ninja like a American ninja course to get to your room. Like he, so it's like effort. Do you think he would, you have to step over like your strings with bells or climb under barbed wire or something? Oh, he would love that. that. It would be, okay, it so. would entice him, I think. So, okay. <laughs> I don't think it would detract him drop. from doing it. Drop. <laughs> drop. So anyway, drop. so that's been my dad life for the last two weeks. The kids are doing better today. It was a blessing to get out on a golf course for even two hours. Which we didn't. We did it in an hour and 36 minutes. We did blow through that, yeah. right? Yeah. So right. it was nice to get out there. Even though I wasn't uh, fully myself, it was nice to escape was it playing because, dad nurse. Was it because you weren't wearing black shirt? I mean, oh, that helped. Okay. And not just constantly checking in on yeah. them, right? Like, what do you need? What, you know. So it's good. My wife is taking over for now That's while cool. we do this. Um, but overall, I mean, overreaching. Again, just blessed more than we deserve. The kids are good. The wife is good. Life is good. Relationships are good. Yeah, I don't have a lot of dad life update because I've been non-existent for 11 days. Yeah. So, but I did step in for dad life. Yeah, for, for a little Let's bit. do a sleepover. Let's yeah. go bring some flowers to the daughter for the uh, yeah. for the play. Kids loved it. We're going up. We're doing homecoming this weekend and we'll have some dad stories and that kind of stuff. Oh, we had um, tiny eagles. Mm, that's the cheer camp stuff. Final, yeah. yeah. So that was really interesting. Mm, that I'm so upset I missed that, man. I'll tell you what. That is like, I just love watching these little girls cheer. And if you can't understand the sarcasm of a voice right now. Kindergarten to fifth grade, just to give you listeners a little bit of a. So first of all, I can't rave enough about the varsity cheerleaders. Oh, they're great. That yeah. take these kindergarten, no, first grade through fifth grade girls. This year was the biggest year they had. 80 girls go out for the Tiny Eagles cheer camp for a week. And they have to herd these cats, essentially, yeah. for five days and then let them do a halftime show at the football game. And oh my it's always goodness. Been good. It's always been good. Is, they, 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 the culture there is, they in the way they even do the homecoming and the other stuff, how they pair the, the upper classmen, the lower classmen. I mean, it's, it's neat to see. And you can see, and it stems from the mentors, the teachers, how they're after the kids' hearts, and it pours into the older kids, which pours into the younger kids. Yep. So 
I'll be honest. It's kind of it, cool. It was really sweet to watch these older girls really dote and yeah. have a good time with these girls. Like, cause I'm a parent of three kids. I know that this is annoying <laughs> from time to time. They really enjoyed it. They had a lot of fun. They were doing dances and all this stuff. So that's anyway, cool. It was fun. That's cool. Well, so it's interesting. Um, word has gotten out to, like I said, seven to 11 people. <laughs> and a couple people have asked about being guests on our podcast. Oh, guests. Yeah. I haven't considered doing guests. I know. Um, but it's interesting. I've had two or three to four <laughs> people. Plus, I've also started to think about it. So um, it might be something we're going to have to explore in the coming episodes. I've got some ideas, which I'll talk to you about. But, okay. I like that. But, I mean, look, I like people. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we're we're not that entertaining. So maybe we can bring some more entertaining people on. Probably. Um, so we are we are drinking a wine right now, which is part of our podcast. It's quite nice. And I'm going to back up. I got so spoiled in Italy because we went to a couple wineries. One of them is all natural. They don't put any sulfites in. Small production. I got to actually taste the grapes off the vine the week of the crush and cut a couple. And then, oh, that's really cool. So here's a fun fact, often wrong, never in doubt. We were at, oh, I can't remember the name of the winery, but a guy named Ricardo who left his doctor job to help his dad with the winery. Uh, 39 years old, and he let me taste some grapes. And then he was like, hey, bite in the seed. And he's like, do you taste any bitter? And I was like, no, no, no. He goes, it's, it's time to harvest. We're going to harvest. And that was so cool because I know so much, I think I know so much about wine, but then to have the local on the ground tell me to bite the seed and if it was a little bit bitter you wait a day it's kind of cool but that's interesting so i feel bad because i was in italy but we're drinking a french wine right now it's a chateauneuf du pop don't feel bad it is delicious um and i will say this i i've totally been suckered into gary v's wine text yeah yeah i mean this is one of them so oh yeah 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 maybe like five times a year i get one of them uh like get a case so is it it's called wines. I don't know. We'll have to look it up. Is it like under twenty bucks or something? Like he no 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 value no, no 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 no. So I thought that's what he oh, started it with. I, maybe, but he has some high end stuff. Okay, um, but this is Chateauneuf du Pop. Uh, this is uh, this is a. Uh, it's called the. It's uh, the company is Vinobles or the uh, producers Vinobles uh, Camonier, and I just totally messed that up. But it is a 2019. Chateauneuf du Pop, which is a French, you know, region, region, and which is we, interesting because I don't think I started drinking it before I met you. I was really big into Bordeaux and Burgundies. Yeah. I love, I love, I, I've kind of secretly loved the Rhone and the Chateauneuf du Pop. It's just they're easy to drink. Yeah, they're you know they have tons of texture. They're soft. Um, you can drink it with nothing. You can drink it with food. Again, Italy was amazing, but. This was the one on the slate for today. So, anyways, give me your thoughts real fast. We're drinking it right now. Well, so cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a swizzle. A little bit fruit forward, right? A little bit. Yeah, but maybe grapey. Yeah, cherry on the on like the the dark the dark cherries. I like it. It's not like the last one. I think we had was like really earthy. Yeah, that's where we got corrected on the umami. But, but that was a that was a natural wine. This is not a natural wine. Yeah. This had this this does have sulfites. But no, it's um, 
I'm thinking probably like really nice with a veal. Like not a real heavy yeah. red meat, but not fish either. I I've definitely got the dark cherry currants. Um blackberry, that kind of stuff. Yep. Um I can go into you know all the words. Um but Yeah, not super tannic, not very acidic. It's pretty good. Mm, yeah, I it's like it. It's not bad. Very so drinkable. this is on this is decanters. 2022 got rated 95 points, and then also James Suckling's uh, got a 91 points. But I'm going to look it up because I like I'm reading this for everybody. So here we go. This is the product detail. It's from France, from Rhone, Chateau de Pop, 2019. Uh, it's a it's a blend, Grenache. They also call it Grenache, a mm-hmm. Syrah and a Sinsol blend. Okay, I probably said that wrong, but Sancerre. Sancerre. No, it's Sinsol. Okay, Sinsol. Here's the taste. Okay, the nose. I didn't get vanilla, but it says vanilla, toast, smoked tobacco, dark fruit. Will you call that? Good job. Good job. Red fruit. I guess a little vanilla now that I'm smelling it again. Spice box. We're not going to touch that. I don't know. What that <laughs> uh, <Nope>. Cedar, <laughs> game, tar, and dust. Um, so here's the tasting. Here's the tasting. All right, here you go. Here you go. We'll do this real fast. Black currant, blackberry. Oh, there yeah. you go. Leather currant and blueberry, strawberry, vanilla. So yeah, it's it's on it's on the it's on the dark cherry yeah. currant. So it's nice. Very good. I like it. It's interesting. It the finish is a little acidic. It reminds me of um uh it reminds me of something South South American, like a something from Mendoza. Mm. Um you know, that just that little acidic vent, you know. Wow, that made me sound really pretentious. Uh, <laughs> not just that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's not nice. All right, before we wrap up. Yeah, we're about to wrap here. Um, let's talk about uh, any aha moments, any quotes. You don't, you don't even bring any quotes. I'm the only one. You have any quotes, anything? Because nowadays with, you know all the social media like the quotes are just like a dime a dozen but the cool stuff hits you yeah i'm i'm just I've, i've i'm such a movie quote guy i know that i you know but aha moments yes so you know i think this week with just being kind of with the kids not having them feeling well etc it's just made me recognize you know and this happens all the time but the recognition of like, man, I don't want to push my kids too hard to do the attendance thing or the, like, you know, they had some quizzes or whatever this week. And I just remember waking up in the middle of the night and they were like, well, what happens if I don't go back to school? I'm like, well, you'll, you'll be fine. It's not that big of a deal. So for me, I actually took that and applied that to even work and like the other things like, man, we, we focus on these things so much, whatever it might be school or work or and we focus on it so much that it creates this stress right we just choose to live in this stressful state when in fact we can just be like you know what it doesn't make that big of a difference in the grand scheme of things so i think just taking a perspective certain things don't make a difference right no, yeah, of course. I mean, doing, I mean, hair, doing heroin makes a difference. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I'm just saying. Like, you can't say you can't say certain choices don't make a difference. My but, point is yeah. to take the uh, perspective that you know there are things that matter. There's these things that don't, and 
I think sometimes we get caught up in the things that don't matter that much. Yeah. But we spin ourselves up into thinking that they do. You know, so like my daughter, she was very upset about missing this quiz. Like, you'll make it up. It's not the end of the world. But in her perspective, that became a very big thing. And then I just started thinking, how, much, how many things do I do like that as well? Where I put so much effort and emphasis on this one thing. Am I really practicing what I preach to the kids is, is kind of the aha moment yeah. this week of going, you know, I tell the kids all the time, um, we... Don't pee in the pool. Oh, don't pee in the pool. <laughs> oh, not, that's not it? Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, we, um, we love our people, not our things, right? Yeah, like yeah. when the kids yeah. are trying to share, they're, they're in that young age of like, well, he took this or he took that. It's like, well, we, we love our people, not our things. Are we applying that same thing to life where it's like, well, we love our people more than our work, yeah. more than our whatever we honor, right? We yeah. put on a pedestal. So yeah, so for me, the aha moment was just going, man, just practice what you preach more often and recognize in the grand scheme of things that it's probably not that big of a deal. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Like I, we uh, did not plan this, but you kind of lead into, I heard that, like, I love these little, you know, Instagram little reels because you get some awesome quotes, Yeah, you know? And I saw, I heard one yesterday while I was in a five hour waiting in Atlanta or two days ago. Sorry. Oh my goodness. Um, and could have drove back. I know I'm going to mess it up. I'm going to mess it up, but here's what it said. And then it's interesting what you just talked about. So it was a group of people talking and the woman said, Hey, I just heard this quote. You're born looking like your dad and you die looking like your choices. Mm. I was like, well, first of all, like it took me, it's been 48 hours and I'm still unpacking that. Yeah. Because like on surface level, that's like, oh, sunscreen and eating and drinking and, you know, that kind of stuff. But it's so much deeper than that. Yeah, that's you interesting. Know, the idea of do you, you know, get up in self-discipline, the choice of, you know, there's, I mean, there's so, it's it's very interesting to me. I mean, from... Where do you, you know, where do you store your treasures? Mm. Where's your stewardship? Where's your discipleship? Where's your community? Like, that's good. I always um, have quoted my mother-in-law and saying like, offense is a choice. Yeah. Right. Like choosing to be offended. Like you can choose yeah. to not be offended. Joy is a choice. So I, I love that. Think because about most people will just be like, okay, so yeah, working out, eating, drinking, whatever. But I've seen some people that Think about are family. 85 yeah. that look 65 because they yeah. choose joy. But and I've yeah. seen the people that are 55 that look 95 because yeah. they choose are we offense or uh, yeah. criticism so, or Yeah, are we choosing whatever. gratitude? Yeah. Are, do we have an attitude of gratitude? Are we choosing to watch the news? Are we choosing But you know, we I think what's interesting to me and I dove a little bit into it so I did prepare for this, but you know, the quote, the second quote is you wake up every day, you have a chance and you have a choice. Yeah. And we need to put more value on our choices. Yeah. Because our choices, you know, our choices, they determine our destination, right? You have a fork in the road. Yeah. Right. I chose the lesser traveled and think about that. So it's interesting too, because you think about family, not just your kids, you think about estranged siblings and stuff. So at my deathbed. Yeah. I'm going to look like my choices. Who's going to be there? Yeah. I mean, go back to even my kids. 
You know, I think one of the greatest things Kim, <clears throat> my wife ever shared with me was, sorry, I've got drainage, which we talked about from Italy. You're doing fine. Is her, her greatest desire is our kids want to be around us when they grow up and be home. And yeah, when you shared that, that impacted me too. Yeah. I'm like, man, I unfortunately didn't have that myself. But where I was like, oh man, I just want to be around my core family. I actually yeah. wanted to like get on a plane and go. Yeah. So what a great intentional thought to be like, man, I want my kids to be around me when they grow up. I mean, that's crazy. You're born looking like your dad. You die looking like your choices. That's pretty cool. And it, I don't Very. even know if I've, I mean, I'm probably going to scratch the surface of that, but there's, that's pretty cool. Like you think about how you want to plan your life, how you want to plan your decisions, how you want to plan the people who hang out with, which I don't know, Stephen, if we're going to continue this podcast after this or not, because I have to think about it, but now we're going to have to go deep. <laughs> you know, uh, there was a recent Tim McGraw song released. Uh, it's about his funeral. It's called Standing Room Only. And he talks about this. He talks about in the song, like, am I creating the life to where at my funeral, there's standing room only and, you know, to where people actually want to come and pay respects. Yeah. I've seen, I'm sure we all have pictures and photographs of funerals where there's like nobody there. And I'm like, man, that's so sad. I've actually attended family members funerals where there's like yeah. nobody there. And you know, the, the counterpoint to that is I'm dead. I don't actually care if you're there, Yeah. but, but I hope you come because I had a good impact. Well, um, the, the counter counterpoint is this silly old 90s song is when you get to heaven, you know, someone comes up and thanks you kind of situation. Like we are, our impact, we're called to be disciples, yeah. you know, on this earth and there is an impact here and we want that value because that's all we understand in our, this form. Yeah. But the interesting thing is, would it be cool, this is so selfish, but wouldn't it be cool as disciples of Christ if we were able to see the ripple effect of our choices? So I believe we will. And I, I've talked to Grace about this a bunch. Like, do you think when we get to heaven, the third party removed from the person we impacted? So I went right. to my wife's great aunt, I believe. One of them. Her aunts. funeral. Yeah. And she started a prayer Bible study in her living room in Long Island. And my mother-in-law, father-in-law went there. And that's when they decided to accept Christ and they got saved. And then they planted a church. He became a pastor to pastors. The ripple effect of that one lady being faithful and saying, I'm going to start a Bible study in my mm. living room, probably impacted hundreds of thousands of lives because that person went to go and be this pastor that pastored pastors. And yeah, that's cool. I'm like, man, will we get to know that? And I, I'm convinced that yes. Even if we don't, knowing what we just talked about, yeah. doesn't that make you want to just make the better decision tomorrow? The Absolutely. Choice. You have a chance and a choice. Yeah. Right? So I like this. Let's wrap let's, here. So here we go. This is good. I hope tomorrow that you embrace the choice, choices you have. And what do you want to say, Stephen? Yeah. No, I'm just, if you're listening, like, go tomorrow. Understand that choices matter. Today matters. And and and, and since Stephen is wearing his hat backwards right now, <laughs> we're going to say peace out. Peace. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> All right. I think that I'm recording the exit tro. Uh, that's what I just got back from Italy. So anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Um, we appreciate it. Uh, the end. <laughs>